Bismillah walhamdulillah wa salatu wa salamu ala Sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man walah. Imam al-Nawawi's Riyadu al-Saliheen is an immensely blessed hadith collection that has been cherished by Muslims for over seven centuries. In this series, Sheikh Yahya Rodas gives brief commentary on each of the hadiths in this collection, helping us to follow the sunnah of our beloved messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So this hadith is narrated by the mother of the believers, Um Salama, and her real name is Hind bint Abi Umayyah, Hudayfa al-Makhzumiyah, radiyallahu anhu anna nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that the Prophet sallallahu said, he used to say when he would leave his house, in the name of Allah, I've placed my trust in Allah, oh Allah, I seek refuge in you from going astray or being led astray or slipping up or being caused to slip up or oppressing, wronging someone else or being wronged by someone else from being ignorant or from, as it's translated here, someone acting ignorantly towards me or that being compelled to do something ignorantly. So this is one of the blessed hadith of our Prophet wherein we learn one of the virtues of asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to be people of tawakkul. And when we ask Allah ta'ala to be a person of tawakkul, it's a means for us to be like that because we realize that we can't truly embody this great trait of relying upon Allah unless we rely upon Allah. So we have to start and ask Allah ta'ala, even if we don't know what it means, to rely upon Him and to place our trust in Him, to learn how to place our trust in Him, subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so this is narrated by the blessed wife of our Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Umm Salama. And after her husband Abu Salama passed away, the Prophet married her Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in the fourth year of the Hijrah. And this was one of the many blessed wives of our Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. She was one of the first people that migrated uh, to Habasha, her and her that husband that she's initially married to and that she bore uh, many children uh, and that then when our Prophet married her uh, she became one of the great transmitters of the hadith of our Prophet that she narrates that over 300 blessed hadith and she's buried that along with it, the majority of other wives of the Prophet all in a row in the blessed graveyard of Baqiyah and the only exception is Sayyidah Khadija is buried in Mecca and Mukarramah and Sayyidah Maimuna is buried just outside of Mecca and Mukarramah. 
but the other the blessed wives of the Prophet are in a row in Baqi al Gharqad. And she was the very last wife of our Prophet to pass away. She lived 90 years. And that uh, the dominant opinion is that she passed away in the year 62 of the Hijrah. And so she lived many years after the Prophet, just as Sayyidah Aisha did, and a number of the other companions who narrate uh, the deen and narrate the hadith of our Prophet. So, what a blessing to have one of the Ummahat al Mu'mineen remain for so long and think about how many generations of people she was able to teach after that, by virtue of her living into at about 90 years old, and everyone she was able to teach. So in this hadith, in the narration that is quoted here in Bible Nawi, it says, kharaja, When the Prophet وسلم, uh, went out and left the house. And in another narration, As that never did the Prophet وسلم, leave the house, and my house, except that he, that looked up towards heaven and then said, and then said the following dua. So uh, that's a little bit more of an emphatic expression that So this is an important dua that we should bring into our lives and to memorize. And it starts by saying, Bismillah, in the name of Allah, tawakkaltu ala Allah, I've placed my trust in Allah. So if you think about that, we leave the house, Bismillah. We're doing it for the sake of Allah and connecting it to intention. And hopefully that everything that we do while we are outside of the house will be something that is pleasing to Allah. That's how we should view it. Every time we step foot outside of the house, there's multiple opportunities for us to fulfill various sunnahs of our Prophet But in order to do that, we can't be left to ourselves. Do not leave me to myself or to that anyone else, the blink of an eye. And so, tawakkaltu Allah. We place our trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And by placing our trust in Allah in that moment, right when we leave our house, it will be a means for us to do everything that is that we need to do in all of those different moments and different things that we experience or that we are faced with as we leave. And then we make the dua, Allah minni a'udhubika. Oh Allah, I seek refuge in you from a number of different things. And al-dilla or al-dal. So the first one, al-dil, dalla yadillu, is to go astray. That I will go astray. And to do something that is displeasing to you. And do something that is contrary to our ubudiyah, our servitude to Allah. Tabarak wa ta'ala. Oh al-dal, that someone else will lead me astray. We're seeking refuge in Allah by something that we might do, something that might happen where we slip up, or that being led astray by someone else. Oh, uzilla, oh, uzal. And zilla is to slip up, to make a mistake. And Ibn Alan connects it here to uh, leaving a path of istiqamah, of uprightness, by following our desires. So one of the quickest ways that we slip up is that very subtle happening of having a desire towards something that we shouldn't have inclined towards or being too caught up in the things of this world. This is the way that we slip up. In and of ourselves, or having had this happen to me by someone else, someone is a means for me 
to slip up. And so in both cases, being going astray or being led astray, slipping up or being caused to slip up because it could happen upon the hands of someone else. We might fall short of ourselves, but it also might happen on the hands of someone else. Oh, Ovalim, that I wrong someone else and I mistreat someone, I say something wrong to someone, that I misappropriate the property of someone else, whatever it might be, that I somehow wrong someone else. Oh, Ovalim, that I seek revision love for being wrong. No one wants to be wronged. And everyone uh, should, human being should, have dignity. Oh, Ajhal, or that I act ignorantly. Ibn Anand says, Ajhal al-Haq al that I somehow am ignorant of an obligatory right that is upon me to fulfill. And so people have rights upon us. Our neighbors have rights upon us. Our brothers and sisters have rights upon us. The general populace of people that we're living, in, that we're living with have rights upon us and so forth and so on. So we're seeking refuge in Allah from being ignorant of something that it is that we should know. And thus, if we're ignorant of it, we're not going to be able to fulfill that particular right or to do what is right. Oh, yujhal ali. And so he translates that here as if someone acts ignorantly towards me, or according to the commentary of Ibn Adlan, being uhmal ala min that I'm compelled to do something that is not befitting of my character traits. And he quotes the hadith, من استجهل مؤمنين فعليه إثمه أي حملوا على شيء ليس من خلق المؤمنين So that someone to do something, to compel someone to do something that is not from the way of the believers and to intentionally and consciously anger them or to do something such that that person does something that is not befitting of the believers uh, that the person who did that will have the sin of the one who actually that did that other thing. And um, nevertheless, we're responsible for ourselves and don't want to be in a position like that. And this word jahl relates to ignorance, but it's also the word that we use for like jahli, the period of ignorance. And it is a type of recklessness, a type of reckless behavior that someone does because of their ignorance. So it relates to knowledge, but also relates to one's behavior. That if, if they that have a lack of knowledge, they will then act recklessly and do things that are that inappropriate. So our Prophet mm-hmm. would say this dua. And think about the fortification that will come from reciting such a blessed dua every time that we leave the house. Allah in the beginning, when we're in the house and when we're outside the house, to do only what is pleasing to Him, subhanahu wa ta'ala, and give us tawfiq in all of our different affairs. Wa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, wa alayhi wa sallam, alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Thank you for listening to one of Al Maqasid's online educational offerings. Our mission at Al-Maqasid is to cultivate holistic learning environments rooted in knowledge, devotion, and service by providing full-time, part-time, online, and community programs. For more information, please visit our website at almaqasid.org and connect with our other online content at almaqasid.org backslash connect.